0: Hello everyone, I am Murat and I welcome you all to another episode of Court Studio Live Law where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place today. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover high courts and other lower courts. The Supreme Court today agreed to list the petition preferred by 14 Shiv Sena MLAs or the Udav Thakre camp challenging the initiation of illegal disqualification proceedings against them under the 10th schedule, along with other petitions related to Maharashtra's political crisis on July 20th. The new writ petition was mentioned before the bench of Chief Justice of India, N. V. Ramana, Justices Krishna Murari and Hema Kohli by senior advocate Devdutt Kamath. On July 11th, the Chief Justice of India had asked the Speaker to keep in abeyance the disqualification proceedings against the MLAs initiated by both Shinde and Thakre groups against MLAs of the rival groups until further orders. The Supreme Court today agreed to list on July 21st a plea to allow the worship of Shivling stated to be found in the premises of the Ganwapi Mosque during its survey. Advocate Vishnu Shankar Jain mentioned the writ petition filed under Article 32 of the Constitution before the Chief Justice of India and prayed for the matter to be listed on July 21st. He also informed the court that the petition filed by the Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid Committee, which manages the Ganwapi Mosque at Varanasi, challenging the commission survey ordered by the Varanasi Civil Court for the mosque is also listed to be heard on July 21st. Accordingly, the Chief Justice of India agreed to list the matter on July 21st, along with the Masjid Committee's matter which is listed before a bench comprising of Justices D.Y. Chandrachur, Surya Kant, and P.S. Narasimha. The scathing observations passed by the Karnataka High Court Judge Justice H.P. Sandesh against the State Anti-Corruption Bureau as well as Additional Director General of Police of the Bureau Seamanth Kumar Singh was stayed today by the Supreme Court. The bench of Chief Justice of India N.B. Ramana. Justices Krishna Murari and Hima Kohli said that the High Court judge, while hearing the bail application of an accused, had made irrelevant observations and went beyond the scope of the bail application. The bench passed the directions while considering a plea preferred by the Anti-Corruption Bureau of the State, State of Karnataka, the Bureau's Chief Seamanth Kumar Singh and Karnataka IS Officer J. Manjunath against the adverse remarks made by Justice H.P. Sandesh. The court, however, turned down the request made by the appealants to post the case before another bench of the High Court. The Supreme Court today agreed to list on July 22nd the writ petition challenging the practice of divorce through the Muslim personal law practice of talaq Hassan, hasan as per which a man can divorce his wife by pronouncing Talaq once a month for three months. The petition was mentioned before the bench of Chief Justice of India N. V. Ramana, Justices Krishna Murari and Hema Kohli by Senior Advocate Pinky Anand. Urging the bench to list the petition, the Senior Council said that the petitioner had already received three notices of divorce which have now become irrevocable. Acceding to the request made by the Senior Council, the Chief Justice of India agreed to list the matter after four days. The Delhi High Court today dismissed a public interest litigation, raising safety concerns and seeking to stop flying services of Spice Jet Limited in view of the recent flight mishaps in the past two months. A division bench comprising Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramaniam Prasad remarked, that the Aircraft Act provides for a very robust mechanism in respect of the aviation industry and that the court cannot stop an airline from operating in the country based on the averments made in the PIL. The court also underscored that the Directorate General of Civil Aviation is the appropriate body to look into all such incidents. The Punjab in Haryana High Court today denied anticipatory bail to slain singer and politician Sidhu Musawala's manager, Shaganpreet Singh, who is currently in Australia in connection with the youth Akali leader Vicky Middukhera's murder case. Justice Anup Chitkara was of the opinion that the status report of the investigation conducted by the Punjab police establishes that the prosecution has collected sufficient evidence pointing out a prima facie case against Shaganpreet Singh. It has been alleged that Singh had conspired with others to get sharpshooters and provide convenience and accommodation to the assailants who on August 7th last year, at his instance, had fired multiple shots at Vicky Midukhera, causing his death. A Mumbai-based lawyer has filed a criminal defamation complaint against Ram Gopal Verma for allegedly posting derogatory tweets about senior politician Draupadi Murmu's nomination as the NDA presidential candidate. On 22nd June, Ram Gopal Verma had tweeted, If Draupadi is the president, who are the Pandavas? And more importantly, who are the Kauravas? Accordingly, lawyer Subhash B. Rajora filed a complaint in the Nirmal Nagar police station requesting registration of an FIR under relevant provisions of the IPC and the Scheduled Cast and Scheduled Tribe Prevention of Atrocities Act 1989. Former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma has moved a new application in the Supreme Court to revive her withdrawn writ petition which was filed to club the multiple FIRs registered in different states over her remarks on Prophet Muhammad. She is also seeking a stay of arrest in the cases as an interim relief. Nupur Sharma had withdrawn her petition on July 1st following the critical observations by a vacation bench comprising Justices Surya Kant and J.V. Pardiwala against a public comments which the bench said had set the whole country on fire. The Supreme Court today said that a clear and concrete case indicating that Hindus are being denied minority status in certain states need to be shown for the court to entertain a plea seeking minority tag for Hindus in states where they are numerically less in number. A bench of Justices Yoyulalit, Lalit, Ravinder Bhatt and Sudhashna tholia was hearing a plea challenging the 1993 notification of the central government declaring Muslims, Christians, Sikhs, Buddhists, Parsi and Jain as minorities at the national level and seeking directions to identify minorities at the district level. The matter is slated for further hearing after two weeks. The Supreme Court today extended time till August 31st for the completion of the special audit of 25 years for the iconic Sri Padma Swami temple at Thiruvantharapuram which was ordered by the court in 2020. A bench comprising Justices Yoyo Lalit, Ravinder Bhatt and Sudhashtra Dhulia granted the extension after applications were filed by the Administrative Committee and the Advisory Committee of the Temple seeking additional time to complete the special audit. The Supreme Court today issued notice in a plea challenging the constitutional validity of Section 33 and Section 70 of the Representation of People Act 1951. Provisions which permit candidate to contest elections for parliament and state assemblies from two constituencies. The plea seeks relief in the nature of repeal of the concerned provisions, which promote the situation where a person files nomination papers from two constituencies, manages to win from both the constituencies and thereafter, as required in law, vacates one seat, paving way for a fresh round of by-election, thereby draining the public exchequer. A bench comprising justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and MM Sundresh issued notice to the concerned authorities returnable in 4 weeks. The Supreme Court today directed all state governments to see to it that the ex gratia compensation payable to the family members of the persons who have lost their lives to COVID-19 as per the earlier orders and judgment of the apex court be disbursed without any delay. A bench comprising Justices Emir Shah and BF Nagarathna Further observed that the aggrieved persons can approach the grievance redressal committee constituted by the state governments regarding non-payment of the compensation. In a significant development, the Supreme Court today directed the Uttar Pradesh Police to not take any precipitative action against fact-checker Mohammed Zubair in connection with the five FIRs registered against him in Luckhimpur, Kheri, Muzaffar Nagar, Ghaziabad and two at Hatra's districts over his tweets till July 20th. The bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachur and A.S. Bopana issued notice on the writ petition filed by Zubair seeking to quash the FIRs registered against him by the UP police and listed the matter for further hearing on Wednesday. Pertinently, during the hearing, Justice Chandrachur orally remarked, contents of all FIRs seem to be similar. What seems to be happening is, as he gets bail in one case, he is remanded in another. This vicious cycle is continuing. The Madras High Court today ordered that whenever an incident of death occurs in an education institution, the investigation should be conducted by the CBCID. Justice N. Satish Kumar was hearing a plea filed by the father of a 17-year-old girl who allegedly died by suicide last Wednesday in the Kalakurichi district over alleged mistreatment by school authorities. Accordingly, the court allowed re postmortem to be conducted by a group of three doctors and a retired forensic director to be appointed by the court and also ordered for the postmortem to be videographed. Actor Sunil Shetty has approached the Bombay High Court to quash a case of mischief and wrongful restraint against him in a 2013 dispute regarding his father's property in Girga, Mumbai. The complainant International Cuisines claimed that they were Shetty's father's tenants and illegally thrown out of the premises by Sunil Shetty and five others on May 30, 2013. Today, a division bench of Justices Nitin Jamdar and Enid Borkar asked the concerned trial court to grant Shetty an adjournment if he filed an application and directed the matter to be listed after three weeks. The Kerala High Court today disposed of the plea filed by the prosecution seeking three more weeks' time to conclude further investigation in the 2017 actor assault case involving actor Dilip. Justice Kosser Edda Pagath denied this request of the crime branch but considering the submission made by the Director General of Prosecution, granted time till July 22nd to submit the final report of the investigation. The Delhi High Court today dismissed a petition seeking deletion of names of the members of parliament and members of legislative assemblies who are languishing in jail due to some pending cases or those decided against them so that they do not participate in the voting process for the presidential election 2022 scheduled to be held today. While dismissing the plea, Justice Sanjeev Narula said that he will be passing an appropriate order at a later stage. The plea was filed by one Satvir Singh, a 70-years-old self-employed carpenter who had furnished a nomination form for contesting elections for the post of President. The same was, however, rejected by the Election Commission of India. The Delhi High Court today asked the Directorate General of Civil Aviation to periodically review its guidelines concerning wearing of masks in flights while also adhering to the guidelines issued by the Government of India on COVID-19 protocols. A division bench comprising Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramanya Prasad dismissed of an application filed by bridging the Gap Foundation seeking impleadment in a Suomoto case registered by the High Court following the experience of Justice C. Harishankar while taking an inline flight. A Delhi court today dismissed the appeals of real estate barons Sushi Lansal and Gopal Lansal, challenging their conviction in the evidence-tampering case in connection with the Uphahar fire tragedy that happened in the year 1997. District Judge Dharmesh Sharma of Patiala House Courts pronounced the order after reserving it last month. The court will hear tomorrow fresh arguments on sentence. On 13 June 1997, 59 lives were lost and 103 people were injured in the fire of Upar cinema, where audience was watching that year's biggest blockbuster, Border, during an afternoon screening. Thank you. Keep watching Quotes today for more such updates.